y'all know what it is. Y'all ready? Turn it up. One, two, three. Unscripted, unshackled, uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel and Holly, uncensored from Hot 101.5. Natalia O'Connor. What up? You are taking off your lipstick. Does that mean you're ready for business? Yes, it does. Does that mean you're ready to work? Yes. Why does that sound so awkward? <laughs> it does. It's Miguel and Holly uncensored from the Miguel and Holly show on Hot 101.5. My name is Miguel Fuller. That is Holly O'Connor. Hi. That is producer Ryan McGivney. Why do you take your lipstick off after we film our TV segment for Dish Nation? Because it, I, this is a weird... She gets down to business. I do. Oh, I do. Wow. Well, if I'm going to be talking a lot... It starts to do this weird thing where some of it, like, I like ingest it, basically. Oh. I don't know. Like, it just comes off in your tongue and your teeth and stuff. Does your mouth open up that wide when you're talking a no, lot? I that just, I feel you like... You suck the particles of the lipstick off? This Any woman will tell you that. Like, your lipstick kind of comes off after a while. And it just makes my lips feel heavy. Oh. Like, I'm not able to correctly enunciate and move wow. my mouth as much when I have, like, a big, thick layer of lipstick on. Wow. We just heard a lot. So, you can't move your lips as much no. when you have lipstick I just on. Feel, it's, I just feel like mm. I can't. It, it's you need to feel much. free with your lips. Yeah, I do. My lips are, they need to be loose and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> loose lips. <laughs> they sing ships, I hear. Um, before we uh, get into anything, I just really wanted to uh, play this right here. I hope this works. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding? No. There's people who care where I'm going. Yes. And good friends who tell me. He doesn't even know home. the verse. So with a full tank of freedom, try the American road. Uh, uh, that banjo. Uh, uh. And with a full tank of freedom, find your own highway. We'll take you wherever you go. Marathon, fueling the American uh, uh, spirit. Uh, oh, my goodness. Right, marathon, that'll be... I love that. You only know Full Tank of Freedom. Freedom. That's That's the lyrics. That's about every song. That's every song. Miguel knows no lyrics ever. You're like, Full Tank of Freedom, and Full Mm. Tank of Freedom (laughs) is full. That's so much freedom. (laughs) Marka. Marka. Marathon. Marika. That's pretty much right. <laughs> Any song that I know, I never <laughs> know all the words. <laughs> That's like that. The video <laughs> I saw uh, online of Smash Mouth All Star, yeah. and every word is somebody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just took somebody and auto tuned it over to somebody, the to rhythm of the somebody, 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 somebody. That's Miguel with every song ever. I mean, even like my most favorite John Mayer song, I don't know all the words to it. I don't know if it's something, maybe it just means that I'm dumb or something, but I just never ingest all the words to songs. The only even your favorites? Even, I mean, I think the only songs I can sing all the way through without like any help or without messing it up would be 
Christina Aguilera, Come On Over, because for some Even reason- Even I don't know all the ones to that, and I like that song a lot. I think it was because when I was younger- Slash gay. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, for some reason, I remember like recording it on tape when I was in high school, oh. and I remember sitting down and like literally writing out the lyrics, because this was before you could easily just you know, Look type, up. come on over lyrics, and then boom, you got them. And so I sat there, and I remember rewinding it, because I said I wanted to learn the lyrics to come on over- and so I think that's probably one of the few songs I may know. And I think I know John Mayer knows such thing all the way through. Oh, man. I think so. Well, mm. now we know something about you. Hold on one second. Dang oh, it. Gosh. Um, I really hate these ads. I think, how do you learn the lyrics the best? Everybody does you just it li- I think I just listen to I it repetitively. I look them up on the actual computer or something in front of me and I follow them while I listen to the song. Oh, Cause good. then I remember how the stanzas are laid out Yeah, okay. and I can remember it that way. True. It's like a picture type of thing. I so think, you're a visual learner. Yeah. For me, I remember, well, you know what? I take that back. You know what songs I do know all the way through are musical songs like Wicked. I could sing Wicked songs perfectly. I can even match their pitch and I can do the accents that they do that I normally don't do accents Maybe very well. Maybe because it's musical theater, so it's like telling a story. <laughs> yeah, and so I guess for songs, I don't pay attention to what they say, so I'm just like ah, freedom, freedom. Come on, you know this, Holly? I know a lot of like a baby. baby. Do you know this, Ryan? Yeah. How old Come were you? Like 12, over. probably? I was probably. twelve, Holly. Yeah. So you were probably five. Yeah, I was in. Uh, I was at the like the summer camp. Hey, boy, don't Fearless you know? Friday. I got, got something going Saturday. on. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Mm. Um, I gotta live in station. Don't I know like all the, the emo songs from like Warp Tour back in the day. Haven't heard them in a long time. I can just nail it every time though. So. Good for you. So baby, don't. You don't. Yes and I. Yo, I won't. No, play the game with me, baby. Listen, come on, Ryan. All I want is you. Come over here, baby. All I want is you. You know you make me go crazy. All I want is you. Now, baby, don't be shy. You better cross the line. Whenever I hear this song, I want is you. I think. Wait, wait, wait. Do you know the rapping part? I know whenever I hear that, uh, that song just reminds me of like Legally Blonde walking down the street with her puppy in her bag. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. Did they look similar in that when Reese Witherspoon is Elle Woods? She kind of looks like Christina Aguilera, maybe? I don't know. I I, do know the rap part where she's like, Don't you want to come over tonight? That part. You know that? Hold on. I want to see if you truly. We can do exactly what she likes. I, I don't think I know that part anymore. Here we go. Oh, this is the non-rapping one. Oh, this wow. is the it Disney goes, version one. Don't you want to be my partner tonight? We could do exactly what you like. Something yeah. like that. So serious. Danger. Maybe say say dangerous. I don't know. Um, remember when music videos used to be so fun with I, all the dancers? This and video is probably the video. Songs used to be so edited, too. That I remember oh, yeah. the now most. now everything's like out there. Oh, here it is. Like uh, Nicki Minaj and Ariana Grande, and like I see little kids singing that song, like to ride the bicycle. Oh God! <laughs> First icicle. Man, that's terrible. Yeah! Oh, oh, yeah. God. I thought that was Christina for a second. It sounded good, right? It sounded no, pitch. That sounds scary. You give me what a girl feels, what a girl wants, what a girl needs, what a girl wants. 
right, now that we have zero listeners. Yeah, I know, right? Sorry, I was just really, oh, don't you love when you just hear a song that just yeah. takes you back? Like, this just reminds me so much of when I live with my grandmother in her one-bedroom retirement home apartment, and my living room, or my bedroom was the living room, and we had shit like this old, uh, what were they called? Like, is a buffet, is that what it's called? Where you would like put like dishes on yeah, a that would go a buffet in the dining room, yeah. but we had that in the living room with like an old TV that had the knobs to yeah. like turn the channels. And I think we got a cable box somehow, and I was able to get cable on it. But I remember just like sitting in there on the couch, like watching Undressed back in the day on MTV, That's and having scandalous. To- oh, girl, it was real scandalous because I remember on spring break one time they did a report on it on like Access Hollywood or something, wow. and my grandmother looked at me and was like, "You don't watch that show, do you?" And I was like, "No, I would never watch such smut." Of course. And then I was all up in it every night on the ten <laughs> spot on MTV. On the ten spot. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So anyway, um, I I don't have anything really like. I a see list your of notes things. over there. I was gonna comment on it. It's just that doodle. I know. <laughs> Is that why we just sang Christina Aguilera for three minutes? Well, no, I was just you're, really enjoying that. Well, because Ryan was like, you're, you're like ideas. I know. I was like, oh, doodle. Um, because you have to go do something here in a little bit. What are you going to do? do? Uh, I'm going to help, um, Chase shoot a thing for Chase, Bud Light, our afternoon guy. Yeah, for uh, St. Patty's Day. Um, Okay. Well, I do have something happening right now, and I I didn't know if I was going to bring this to the actual show or to the podcast or talk about it at all. Mm. But there's this thing happening right now as I'm going through the different waves of the breakup with my ex. And right now, this really weird thing is happening where there are some of my friends that aren't being very... They're like, I don't know Being how to say shady? it. Shady? Not. I'm trying to like. Or they're just s- like not telling you as much as they normally do, or leaving you out. No, to me it just feels like they're being kind of mean girls. Oh. So like we used to have like these big group chats mm. um, with like my friends, my <clears throat> ex's friends, and we would like plan to do stuff. Like I'd be like, hey, I got Margarita Fest tickets, you know, who wants to come? And then it'd be like, oh, I can come, I can come. And then we'd organize stuff. And then literally like last week, some of them started leaving the group. And I didn't know why I didn't ask. I was like, well, whatever. It's none of my business. I mean, I don't know why. And then it's like over the course of the past few days. And it just always seems so abrupt when you're in a group on Facebook and it's like, Holly O'Connor has left. Yes, it does. It does. Yeah, and you're like, oh. And I'm like, who's leaving? I don't want his friends or your friends. My friends. My friends. Well, they don't want to be friends with his friends. Miguel, you got to pick a side. Like ones we know, like see all the time or? Yes. Okay. But see, here, here's the thing. Like, I understand, like, people are, have been giving me the advice of, you know, you don't need to hang out with your ex and that you don't need to be around each other. And I agree. Do they still hang out? What do you mean? Like, with like him and uh, your friends? Um, No, no. We don't. We haven't. Well, we haven't had any functions that would make that happen. But oh. we do watch, like, RuPaul's Drag Race together. And they, some of my friends, have created, like, an event group to say, hey, you know, um, everyone's invited over. And so... To me, and maybe this is just me always trying to be the people pleaser, but when people say, like, you have to take sides, like, I don't, I don't, and maybe explain this to me. I don't understand why, because I'm not bitter, I'm not mad, I'm not distraught. The same goes for my ex. You know, we're taking some time apart, 
but I don't understand why people have to take sides. To me, right now, before you explain it to me, it feels a little immature. Mm. But see, those people came to the friendships of all of all of you through the fact that you guys were together as a group. Right. Having everyone be still part of the same group, unchanged, is a little weird. Like, you should have dissolved that group chat probably from the get-go. Not that everybody can't still be friends with each other, and if you refuse to be friends with someone based on, you know, a breakup, then that is immature. But you can't continue forward as if nothing has changed, because it has. You were friends before, or... It happened like during this group the chat happened during the relationship. Yeah, during yes. Oh, okay. So your relationship mm-hmm. was the yeah. the crux of this group chat happening. Right. And people can't be the same always. Like, even though everyone's fine, there's still a breakup involved. Mm-hmm. So that group chat is not the same. Even though you might want it to be, it's right. just not. Things happen when you break up, and that's one of the fallouts. Mm. Like, I have a friend group that I was, uh, it was like, it's like a couple's friend group. And when <coughs> I went through the divorce, like, we met this friend's group together, um, and we were all friends together. Now, sometimes, mostly, I feel like I sort of do things with them more often, mm-hmm. um, but they still do stuff with my ex-husband every now and then, especially the guys. Like, if the guys have a guy's thing, they'll, you know, have him come. Mm-hmm. But we don't, unless... I say, like, hey, this is something Chris and I are going to do together with Maya. Like, for example, I'll go trick-or-treating together with our kids. Right. That's cool because I'm suggesting it, and, like, that's a one-off situation. But if we were all still, like, doing stuff with each other all at the same time, that would be weird. Sounds fun. Yeah. No, it doesn't, (laughs) right? It sounds terrible. Um, I mean, but why does it have to be weird if everyone is on the same page? I mean, if the two people that brought these two groups together are... How do you know that th- some of your friends weren't just tolerating that friend group because you were in it together? Mm, they might not point. even like your ex. They might not even like your ex's friends, but they were like, well, you know, for the sake of this relationship, that's I, I support Miguel and I support him in his relationship. Yeah, I'm going to be in the group or chat. Or maybe they didn't like you, Miguel, and they were tolerating you. Right. If his friends leave, who knows? I don't know. Well, my friends are still hanging out with <laughs> I know, me. I'm joking. So. I'm about to say. Well, I feel like it's a little like- bit different between like... Uh, a hetero relationship and a gay relationship because when your friends leave, like the dudes will hang out and the chicks will hang out separately, but everybody is friends. Right. And like, there's no separation of like interests. Right. 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 So I feel like it's like a way harder hit in your case. Yeah. And I guess, I guess this is something that's, as I think about it in my life has happened as not even just relationships, but whenever I move away from a city, because I'm a person that likes to roll deep with people. Yeah. And so I always sort of create a group of friends out of nothing. Right. As a radio person, you know, just from moving from town to town over the years. Mm-hmm. And I just enjoy a lot of people's different personalities. I don't like just having, uh, you know, I don't mind having just one or two people. But if I'm going out and being social, I love having, you know, 10 people going out and just having a fun time and enjoying, enjoying you know, themselves. And so I guess for me, that's why it just it feels a little personal. Um, but it has nothing to do with you. In fact, they're they're still friends with you. And yeah. You can't take what they feel as something personal against you. What <clears> if they were only there because of you? Right. And and they were just trying to be there because you were dating this person. And they're like, I'm, I'm going to do this. But now that you guys aren't even together, they're like, I never liked that person in this group in the first place. So I'm just going to Have you tried to out. set anything up? Since then, like group friend hangout type thing? Um, no, I was gonna wait till RuPaul's drag race starts at the end of March. 
Because I, f- I felt like, to me, that was enough time to where it wouldn't be weird for people to... Okay, let me, really quick, mm-hmm. this RuPaul's Drag Race thing, because your ex and you would go together. Mm-hmm. Is he coming? Yeah, he's invited. I mean, well, it's, everyone's I mean, you're invited. you're judging this based on the, the group chat thing, right? Mm-hmm. Just solely that. Yeah. Okay. Because we haven't well, had any... Well, I mean, yeah, I think you should wait until you um, set something up like that and see what transpires that way yeah and like if anything's different or anything gets weird or if it's just the same because you don't know maybe people are just like tired of being in a group chat because i leave them sometimes right or i just put mine on mute and i don't even answer for like three days (laughs) but what happens okay this is this is where breakups happen and things have to change because okay let's say it's fine right now and there's no problem with you and your ex hanging out in the same apartment watching rupaul's drag race his friends your friends everything's fine what happens when he starts dating someone new this Mm. person gets to trot up into the Mm. same thing what happens when you start dating someone new you're not telling me that someone isn't going to be a little bit oh this is awkward right i had a real bad situation with uh something like this in high school we dated uh, probably for like a year or so, and like half of the time she was cheating on me with one of my other friends. Ooh! And uh, all of our friends hung out like girls and guys together like every day after school, and I had to like basically shun my way mm-hmm. out of that friend group slowly because yeah. it was awkward. After that, right. I was like gonna go hang out at the same house and everything, mm-hmm. and like. She's over there. Yeah. And like hanging out and everybody's like kind of separated. So I know how that feels. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. It's tough. And even though like your feelings about the breakup may be one way, you also have to deal with things aren't going to necessarily be the same socially. Right. Because they eventually will get awkward. If when you start dating other people, right. unless you both decide never to date other people and then everybody just wants to hang out as friends still. That's not I happening. think that's improbable. Yeah. Um. So it's going to have to change. Like, that's why. And it, it isn't necessarily like I'm going to pick sides and like I'm not speaking to you again. I think it's more in, as an adult, you pick quote unquote pick sides because eventually there's going to be have to be a distinction. Your ex is going to go off with his new um, boyfriend and that new group, mm-hmm. and you're going to get maybe eventually a new boyfriend, or at least a new love interest. Right. And no, 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 I wouldn't this- say boyfriend, yeah. Okay, but let's just say there's somebody that, like, let's just make up a scenario. So you're hooking up with somebody, and it's like a, even if it's a friends with benefits type of thing, mm-hmm. and you, um, you're not like boyfriend, 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 but you're not. You don't, you don't have the label, but you're still hanging out. Right. So are you going to want to put that person into the uncomfortable situation of being like, oh, hey, here's um, also my ex and all of his friends, and we all just hang out. You're cool with that, right? Mm. You expect that person to be cool with that? Because right. that's uncomfortable. So basically. You do have to kind of pick sides for the right. future. Right. Not like you don't like, and it doesn't always have to come down to like, <clears throat> I hate them, so I pick this person over the other. It's just but a matter of it's just comfortabil- comfortability, avoiding and, the awkwardness, and moving on. Right. Moving on. Everybody can't be the same level of friends as they all used to be. So the mature thing isn't just sticking through the awkwardness because, no. you know, I love being a good martyr no, and like I sticking through do. a tough situation. No one's like, giving you a fucking medal. I will make it through this awkward situation and be the better person because of it. No one's giving you a I medal mean, for that. I mean, you can do that too, but you can also position yourself like Holly said. Right. So that you, in I the think future. you like to purposely make things hard on yourself in the name <laughs> it's of- It's going to cause more problems. It is. So. You're making it hard on yourself in the name of you think you're such a great person. Oh! Uh, 
Stop it. You just, <laughs> you know what? Someone's feelings have to get fucking hurt. We're adults here. Everyone's right. not in a padded romper room. Why can't we be? Because that's not how life works. I really want to be in a padded romper room. Well, you know. <laughs> wait, that wait. sounds like the new gay club downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel's going to open it up. <laughs> Introducing grand opening, the romper room. Yeah. Padded walls. Wait, what, what goes in this romper room? <laughs> oh, I'm really confused. You know. Come and find out. Oh, yeah. come. Yeah. Oh, okay. Come. Anyway. Okay. No, that makes sense. Do, I, and I don't think you, I think you're looking at it as like you either have to be all or nothing. Like you either have to be best friends forever or we right. are hating each other. And that's not how it works either. There's a lot of gray area, but that's where I think the quote unquote picking sides comes from. Do you think that I, um, cause I always pride myself on being humble and not being like, I, I don't. That's like an oxymoron, by the way. I know, what? You pride yourself on being humble. <laughs> well, I do because I mean, well, it is, because, isn't it? Well, because I feel like with our with our jobs, like you can easily let it go to oh, your yeah. head, and you and so, are and, very humble, and that's and that's why I'm saying I pride myself yes, on not it's, thinking. It's just a funny thing. I know, right? Like, I mean, I don't. I just I feel like because of what I do, I don't think I'm better than anyone else. Right. I think that most people are better than me. I just happen to be very blessed to have a great job. Yeah. But I do wonder, and this, and this is what uh, my ex used to say to me is that. You know, um, that like you, you sort of like wear that with pride that you're so humble that sometimes it over like it it doesn't is then the humbleness sort of goes away and then it seems like your head is too big. I don't uh, I don't know. Maybe it starts to become ingratiating that you're so humble that like nothing can bother you. Right. And yes, that goes yes. back to you being the martyr and being like, look how cool I am with everything. It's almost a challenge. Like it's almost not nice. Because you're like, I'm so much better at you than being better. <laughs> it's a competition. Jesus, all right, you win at being the fucking the best. best. Humblest. Jesus, take your high horse and go ride somewhere else with it. <laughs> I love my high There's horse. A, That's an we issue. When we went to uh, radio um, boot, boot camp, camp mm -hmm. there was a lot of that. Mm. A lot of? A lot of like um, people like trying. It's, it's, at least it seemed to me as a first timer. Yeah. Uh, just like, I don't even know, like just random people that were- you know supposedly famous yeah 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 that you don't know and it's a lot of like <laughs> oh yeah here's me and this and that and i'm this and but they were also like humble about it right trying I to seem to be at least. radio people have tried really hard to master the art of the humble brag of sorts <laughs> yeah it's where... like sweet brag bro yeah <laughs> you drop something now, a to, sick brag <laughs> to be fair it is an awkward position that we're put in because um and i don't think anyone has ever given radio people a lesson in how to navigate this weird sense of like you are a regular community member like you're no better or special than anybody but you are given a really cool platform to speak to the entire community so in a way you sort of are up a little bit because everybody doesn't have the same platform <clears throat> and at some point you have to start thinking yeah, yeah you know like i do have a very cool job where i get to do cool things and some other people look up to that well there's a balance too because people are like oh this person's a really great like community member but then you're also like putting yourself in the limelight every right. chance you can get right because that's right. how social media works and that's how you spread your message in your name. So it's like kind of like shooting yourself in the foot when you do that because people are like, oh, he posts too much. He's all about himself, but he's also not. Right, because he has to. It's his job. It's, yeah. it's no. a very hard path to walk without get, without falling into like, ooh, look at me. I'm an attention whore. And like, 
nobody look at me ever. I'm not cool. When actually, like, let's just say there's like some 15 year old girl that really looks up to you and w- wants to be you because to you, to her, you're a public figure mm-hmm. and you are cool. And by you putting that down, you're putting her down by saying yeah. that her feelings aren't valid about you. Right. How do you walk that line? And I feel, I listen to, you know, our sister station, The Bone, sometimes. And I think I was listening to Drew Garabo's show. And I think sometimes on the bone, all of those guys get a little weird in public where they're like, don't come up to me while I'm eating. Like, I'm just trying to eat. I'm not trying to be like, but you kind of have to. But Drew said this a couple weeks ago, and he's absolutely right. Nobody teaches you how to handle that. Like, if you're a celebrity, like an actual one, not a a local celebrity, I'll use that. Mm -hmm. If you're an actual celebrity, you have a handler. You have people that you can ask for guidance on how to be a celebrity the Right. right way. We are sort of local celebrities, but that even makes me uncomfortable saying it because I don't want people to think I'm better than anybody. Or to think that I walk around every day being like, I'm guess a what? Celebrity. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> like, to me, I feel like if you're Tom Cruise and, like, you're riding in some expensive car, you're like, I'm a celebrity. Right. I'm famous. Clearly, I'm famous. <laughs> right. But, like, we sort of are. Otherwise, people, Miguel, would not come up to you in public and be like, oh, are you Miguel? Or people <laughs> won't, like, bombard you. While you're eating tea flats and right. <laughs> on their Snapchat, like, what are you eating? Where's my hundred dollars? Right. So they're <laughs> because, eating fried uh, foods. Miguel bet that uh, he could kick fried food for Lent, right. and he would give somebody a hundred dollars if so, they caught him out and about. Right. Eating so it. you, I think, I think we can all agree on the term public figure. Yeah. Right. On the radio, we are public figures. I don't know. We need to find out and figure out how to fucking navigate being also, are we local celebrities? What constitutes local celebrity? How do we navigate that? Because it's not like you're saying I'm better than anybody when you say that, but you do have to work a little bit harder in public situations. Mm-hmm. We're faced with situations that someone might not face if they're not in this job. No, it's true. I mean, even now that I'm back in the dating world and like being back on Tinder and Grindr and stuff, and it's, I'm finding it, it's a little awkward sometimes because people, like, I don't know, and especially in a gay world, I don't want to be the I don't want to be the pursuer this time. Like, mm. I don't want to be the person that's like, all right, so when are we going to dinner? Like, I want someone to be like, hey, I want to take you to dinner. I want to take you to drinks. But then at the same time, these are people who listen to the show. And so they're sort of expecting me, I think, from what, I, what I'm what i gathering from just, you know, feeling it out. They're expecting me to be the ones that's like, hey, you know, let, let's go have drinks. Yeah. And so it's it's just, it's... And you also, and, and this, again, I don't want to seem crazy. See, we got to figure this out. Um, I don't also want to put that out there that, like, they're using me to get to some other, alter, like, they're for, they have an ulterior motive. Like, they right. only want to maybe ask me out because they think that they... They can get something can out get of something it. They can get something out of it. Right. It's a really tricky freaking situation. It really is. It's... And I'm... It's, and it's like, oh, poor... Again, then you have this. Oh, poor me must be a good problem to have. <laughs> I'm glad to have it. Like, how do you even fucking talk about this without seeming like you're a douchebag? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. So this is... Somebody help. We're all so, douchebags. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Let's just label it. Start out. Like, this is the douchebag podcast. Yeah, like, we don't have to hide anything. Yeah, we're no. douchebags. Douchebag Douche patrol. <laughs> like we we're fucking celebrities, and we fucking go to concert and shit. Like fucking. That seems like what people like. Uh, <laughs> Kanye West. Like, right. What? It's true. You know what? I bet you, if I were a douchebag more on these apps, people would like just be like, "Ooh, yes." I'm... It's like oh. he speaks his mind. Right. Yeah, Look he, who's president. He's... <laughs> Statement of the goddamn year. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, there we go. Having some uh, some truth, honest talk. Here. I don't know where all that came from, but I think it goes back to you and your ex and how he would think that you are sort of the ringleader of this group and yeah. everything. And it's tough. And who was I? Oh, our new boss. I was saying because we had um, cocktails last night and he was saying <clears> like how generous his wife has been on this move to um, not pursue her career for the next six months while he gets oh, yeah. his shit together here. Oh, really I didn't hear that. Like, and I'm like, oh, wow. I can't, I, I know firsthand from not from the other point, you know, obviously from the, the radio point, how difficult it is to be a radio partner, <clears throat> right? like a radio spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend. And I'm like, God bless her. It's for, like, yeah, every you know. few years you got to like uproot where mm-hmm. you're trying to mm-hmm. establish yourself. Yeah. And then even just having your stuff blasted on the radio at all mm-hmm. times. Like there's a guy that I'm chatting with on Tinder and he only listens to Mike Calta in the morning. And the other day when Mike Calta pulled me over and was like, so you're single and are you getting some? And I was like, oh, you know, yeah, I've had a little fun here and there. I'm talking to some people. And then the guy that I'm talking to who only listens to Mike Calta, 30 minutes later, he was like, oh, so you're having uh, relations with other people, are you? And I was oh, like, oh, dang. What? That was Radio Miguel. Yeah. No, and that's the other thing. And, and then they're like, "Oh, so you're fake, huh?" Yeah. Right. And it's like, "No, that was me." You know, and that's the problem too. Is like you are two different people. Even though you're the same person, there's Radio Holly or Radio Miguel or like Radio Ryan even because Ryan has like a personality amongst the show. Mm-hmm. And then there is the actual just I go Plain home Jane. and I sit in my jammies, Holly O'Connor. <laughs> right. And. I it's... slump into into work and then into my bed right after the show. <laughs> That's me. And there was a guy that messaged me on Instagram, really good looking guy, a little older, and he was like, "I I'm I listen every day. I just think we'd really we have we'd get along so well. You were this this and this, and I just know we'd click." And that is great. However, I I even said a little message. I was like, "Hey, you know." Um, I just want you to know that that radio me is a little different. I mean, obviously, I, I say my opinion and I'm real with it, but I can't quite explain it. There's like it's like you add 10 percent to your personality mm-hmm. and there's other way other parts of my personality that don't come out on the air. He's <clears> like, you're overthinking it. And immediately that's yeah. when I was like, he doesn't get it. No. I and I like could spend a while. Like, you're so fun and yeah. free. And that's the misconception. And like- Young, sound, yeah. like, like you know what I mean. Like, like you have, Ryan like said, you old bitch. No, you no, no, no. Young. I mean, you think you so young? Okay, okay, okay. I, got I mean, it. you but have like wrong. a a young, wild, and right. free kind yes. of voice and speaking, yeah. and like it's it comes off that way on the air sometimes, and then sometimes people only fixate on that, right? And right. then you have like this other level where you're like deep and intelligent, and you're really analytical about any everything, right. and like. N- People are like, oh, <laughs> that's like, a lot. I didn't sign up for that, Holly. In fact, the one, the guy that I was dating that I was really devastated that we aren't dating anymore, um, he was like, oh, this is, I like fun, Holly. And I was like, oh. What the horrible thing to say. you me. not good. I like, it's like the Holly. only reason I liked you uh, is because oh, we yeah. go out and we like, do fun things. Right. Fun. Don't one, try to talk about anything else. But I know it's like I don't want to deal with all your messy shit. Can you just be fun all the time? Which yes, I'd like to be. But of course. Don't you? Also Not have messy everybody shit? is fun all the time. <laughs> no, no. And uh, I think what has exacerbated that is social media. Yeah. Oh, it makes everybody seem like this 
holy fun like lifestyle everybody right. is supposed to have and that's what people expect now right and even when i post pictures of like me and my daughter which i don't do too much because i don't want to inundate like with you know and kid also pics. one one before yeah. you say that like and but if you do post negative things on facebook that's bad too right. like what are you why are you airing do? your dirty laundry yeah. why are you being so negative um when i post like a picture of me and my daughter that is like the best moment of the entire day <laughs> you mm. know what i mean like she's being sweet right, i'm yeah. coddling her we look like we're having the best time like two minutes after that picture was taken she's like oh, no, no, no. and i'm like you don't need any more to eat and she's like, ah! <laughs> like go to your room and i'm like i cannot handle you but y'all don't see that y'all see i'm snuggling my little baby girl yeah like, you know what you that's one of the things I've learned through the years of being on the radio and dating is that whenever a guy says, hey, so you're like, you're about town. Like, you know what's going on. You're cool. You do a lot of stuff. Like, what should we do? And that's when I'm, I sort of just shut it down. And I'm like, okay, you may they're see They're relying me. on you yes. to make their life better or yes, more fun. and more entertaining. And I'm like, I am not an entertaining. I'm an entertaining person between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. But you know what? Here's the different level <laughs> of you, though. And after that, I'm not. But you are, though, on the weekends. On the weekends, yes. But you have to remember that that is, like, you on the radio and you on the weekends is only half the time. That's it. The other half, you're trying to watch CNN, listen to NPR, <laughs> grumble about something or other. Watching so Rachel Maddow about Trump's yes, taxes. You are a completely do two different kinds of person. Right. And it's hard to find people that go bo <clears throat> with both. That's I think the first time I've sort of been sad or not, not sad, but just very, um, I felt some sort of way was when I, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, and I was at home watching TV and I was sort of, you know, just I was like, oh, I need to catch up on the magicians and uh, scandal. And then I was like, am I ever going to find someone that matches up? Because I remember when I was 18, 19 and talking to guys online and I remember how exciting it was because. You know, I was forming like what sort of music I liked and, you know, figuring out my personality and like what I believed in and what my 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 thoughts and opinions were. And the people I was talking to were also doing the same thing. And it was exciting because yeah. you were like, we can explore this together. Right. And that's sort of the benefit of when you find someone early on and yeah. you stay with them because you can grow together. But that then doesn't now, happen for a lot of people. Though. No, because then I'm thinking of how there are these two completely different sides of me where. Because most people I meet, they're either or, where, like, my ex, he didn't like the weekend part where I was like, all right, we're going out Friday night, and then we're going to wake up Saturday and do brunch, and we're going to do to the beach, then we're going to go take a nap, then we're going to go out Saturday night, and then we're going to wake up, and we're going to do it again on Sunday. And then we got to be in bed by 8.30 on Sunday night. <laughs> and it was like, what the fuck? You're going all over the place. Yeah. But that's just how I work. And so it just made me a little, like... I sad that I don't know if I'm going to ever find someone that's going to match up with that. You can't be sad about that though like because eventually there are people out there. There's so many people out there and that's what I try to remind myself too um, that you can't get like downtrodden about it. Right. And I recently this week started getting into like like the power of positive thinking type stuff. Why do you feel ashamed? I could feel like the the shame in your throat. I know because usually when you tell people that they either roll their eyes <clears throat> or they're like Ugh. Here we go. Shame in your throat. Shame in my throat. Yeah. I don't know. It's just the way that you like. I know. I'm trying. Didn't want to let it out. I know. So maybe I need to work on that too. But I mean like stuff like vision boards and meditation and um, 
intuitive thinking and stuff like this. And so one of the things that they Hippie. said, yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs> is on this one of the podcasts that I was listening to was that is the opposite of what you want to be thinking in order to attract what you want. Because what you're putting in there is like, I don't know if it's ever going to happen. And so that's what you're putting out there, that it's probably never going to happen. And, like, you're putting mm. a block on it coming to you. Right. Anyway, it's really a long story. But so that kind of thinking really curtails what you could be experiencing. Right. That's part of my recent delving into um, the power of positive thinking and, like, using the secret and stuff. Not not like I'm doing the secret straight up, but just uh, that sort of that sort of stuff. The law of attraction. No, that makes sense. Right, the law of attraction in general. Because, I mean, that's sort of what started forming my, when I was 21 out of college and sort of, like, I knew I was a positive person, but I didn't understand. I couldn't put it in the words. And then after I read The Secret, yeah, I was like, that's, this is my philosophy mm-hmm. written out. And I think what is wrong, not what's wrong with you, but is wrong with your way of thinking is you want that. And you believe in it, but you don't believe in yourself mm. and you doubt yourself and you don't think you're worthy right. secretly, like not to get too, now we're going to dip deep in, yeah, but like, deep. that's my issue. Like I believe all the shit that I want to about like my job and I'm like, I'm going to, I believe in us. I believe in the show. I believe in what we can do and things happen. I mean, look where we are. Mm-hmm. What I, especially now after, you know, 10 plus years of being in the dating and married and now divorced world is I sort of deep down think I'm not really worthy of what I really want. Mm. And I got to work through that before I can start dating. I decided. Interesting. <laughs> awkward now, silence. No, there's no awkward <laughs> silence. I mean, sometimes you just got to let that you sink just in. Let it. I mean, that's, that's an interesting thought that when you truly – understand what it is that leads you to believe those thoughts Mm -hmm. like how 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 far does that go back how far down inside is the i'm not worthy thought and how do you start to pull that bad root up so you can place something with peace down in that i like that pull that bad root up yeah that's what i'm trying to do right now you get underneath that root to Mm -hmm. get a good grip on it get in it yank it out ryan did you feel like you were worthy when you met your girlfriend or did it just happen were you even looking for you're I like, don't think I've thought about it that far. I don't far think yet. that. Dude, what are you talking about? I'm just, I'm enjoying my girlfriend. Yeah. But see, basically. it might not have to be a conscious thought for him. And maybe he doesn't struggle with that. So it's not even in his, you know, peripheral over here. Mm. And he received it because he didn't have that struggle of unworthiness. So, so that's ready. not an issue I mean, for him. the only thing that I have is like, she's like professional, like has all these cool opportunities for like, like a corporate world type thing, mm-hmm. you know, like she can do that and she's good at that. And like, I'm, I don't really have that yet. So I feel like there's sort of a disconnect sometimes there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do I want to be a part of that? Or can I even find that? Mm-hmm. Or like, do I continue what I'm doing? Right. See, and that's the professional <clears throat> side. And stay in that's like Ryan's this, this side. position. I, I like in my life right now, like, is this going to like move to something else? Like it's really a question mark for me right now and it's not for her. Right. Mm. So that's the only thing that I see that's like really between us. Mm -hmm. Do you see, but it's not a, it's not necessarily a bad thing. No, I don't think so. But sometimes it might come up. Especially doing the same work. But it's sort of like Mm -hmm. a stress thing for me. Like I don't want to fail at that part. I don't want that to be the reason that it doesn't work. Mm. Because, like, I have no control over that. 
I mean, I kind of do. Like, I can go out and get my opportunities, and, like, I'm trying. Mm -hmm. But um, it's, like, really not all the way in my control, and that's why it's frustrating is because I don't have 100% control over that aspect. Well, you don't really have control over yeah. anything. I know. No. So So I just try to do my But things. see, that's your own thing. Like, I'm sure if you asked her, she'd be like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. But then also, that's not so much about well, the- Well, she wants to, like, have success together and, like, be able to live like, well, in the future and stuff. That's and I'm like, hard to plan I can't that really, way. like, that's be right hard. now and have that happen. So right. it's like- yeah. Where's my path? Yeah, that's hard. If she's planning on the two of you doing the same work together. Not the with same the, work, or, but. You know what I mean? Yeah. She just wants a, a nice, comfortable life. Yes. Right. And you're afraid that you won't be able to provide that or contribute or to it. Or you're not sure how to yeah, how best sure to do it. Yeah, I'm not sure how I'm going to get to that point yet. Yeah. Well, see, but here's the thing with a little extra, a few extra years on you, is what I truly believe is that if you try mm -hmm. and you put yourself in the way of opportunity like you have, it will come. Mm -hmm. Because the people that I've seen through life now that I'm 31 and I've been in the working world for, you know, for 10 years now, is that the people that don't try are the people that don't succeed. Yeah. And the people that put themselves <clears throat> in a position to receive it and that they ask those questions and they they work hard, just about everyone succeeded Doors and made it. Yeah. Up. I yeah. mean, maybe within the last few years, maybe from like 24, 25, I started really like kind of thinking about that stuff. But um, and then I started here. And it was a cool opportunity, too. So, um, I mean, I'm still fleshing that out, obviously. But, <clears throat> I mean, like, how long should it take? Because I have friends that are 20 and have and are way more, quote, unquote, successful than I am. Here's and I'm like, how did they get that? Here, and I wait, did wait, it. Wait, like, wait, I don't here's know what, I will tell you on what that. I'm doing wrong. I used to punch mm, my Miguel, cause yeah. God, I, I feel like I am capable face. of way more than some of those people. And I don't have any of those Let me tell you, let me tell you, this is something I do know for sure, is that when I graduated college and I had all of these people that I used to work with at the student radio station with, and but they were all like accounting degrees and IT people, and as soon as they left, I was the only person that went into radio making nothing, you know, couldn't even afford my apartment that I was living yeah. in. And they're making seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000. Fast forward 10 years. Every one of them that I still keep in contact with, they're like, I wish I went your route. I wish I lived your life. Because one of my friends, especially who I did a radio show yeah, with. Yeah, it's not about the money necessarily. It's not, but because here's the thing is that it, it feels like you're, 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 you're spinning your wheels. I promise you that because there are so many fucking times that Holly and I, eight years ago, would be like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, why are we here? Why are we doing this crazy-ass promotion or whatever the case may be? Why are we dealing with someone who it seems like hates us? Exactly. <laughs> but it all comes together. And it doesn't make any sense. You're on the path that you feel good about. Because yeah, we knew yeah. we wanted to do radio. And I'm, I, I know that you're sort of in a crux right now about your actual career path, whether it be radio or photography. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to combine both. Right. But and I think that's just, ultimately like, going to be a good path for you. I, hope, I mean, I don't know whether that's here or not. Yeah. But I mean, I'm trying. I know. And and you <laughs> have and you've only been doing both for a year. Yeah. So, it could be coming, you know, for you. It's just that it takes a while of a lot of stuff where you're like is yeah. this even worth it? I mean, it? I know I can do that well. 
Uh, you can't like, compare it to other people who I may have been in their right yeah, spot I at the right time. I try not to compare mm-hmm. myself to other people, but uh, it's, hard it's just not hard to. not to. Hard. Yeah. No, I get it. <clears throat> yeah, And like does. photography is not an easy thing to make a career out of either. So no. I keep picking bad things. <laughs> but <laughs> well, it's I mean, like, that's my brain. My brain is creative right. and I'm technical at the same time. So that's a perfect thing I can do. And I already tried it with like a music production which there's not really like a market for that, yeah. but I'm good at it and I right. can do it. Um, but I mean, this is like my next step. I know, you and I can see a lot more it. opportunity in this than that. And and there yeah. is, and there is. You just have to keep at it. And I know it doesn't, because God, I, I I wish I could like take you back in a time machine so you could just see like how hopeless I felt when I was 22 I and just I was like. Why the fuck did I just I, spend half my life working towards something that literally is going nowhere? Like, and at that time, I saw no path. I saw no path to where I wanted to be and how the life I knew I wanted to live. There was no, absolutely no path. But now that I can look back, I'm like, oh, well, that was so perfect. It was awesome. If only we could take our 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 brain now and right. put it back yeah. that seriously. Far back. Like, I would be like, okay, girl, we got up this. Up until like that 24 or 25 mark. I just felt like I was airheaded, and I just didn't really think about anything. But you it know? takes people. Like, what was I doing? I, Ryan, what was I doing? <laughs> it takes people different times, different, and it's and whatever worked. You, it's like a your cloud path was, almost. For you. Like it's not mm. cloudy anymore. Right. And right. Like that's I can fine. think through my own brain and like figure mm. things out and have motivation, and then like I'm just glad. Tr- you're- like my thing right now is like t- try to keep. The motivation that I do have, even yeah. though it's not like maybe a hundred percent sometimes, it like gets knocked down. So it's like I just gotta stay like motivated. But once your head is clear, that's the biggest hurdle. Some yeah. people's head is never, never clear. clear. And those people, by the way, are no longer listening to this podcast at this point. No. <laughs> They're like, They're Fuck like you where guys. are the dick jokes? I thought we were gonna talk about dick some more. And is Holly gonna talk about like some female stuff and like sex? Those people are no longer listening because their head is still in the clouds. And some people, and that's okay. Nothing that's wrong with okay. it. That's okay. But in order to get to some place where you're doing what you you love and getting paid for it, you have to get to that head clear. Mm-hmm. Pushing through the struggle fight, which you are. And it just happened recently for you. And you've come a really long way since that has happened in a short time, actually. So keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's so much better. And this is for anybody. It's so much better to uh, keep pushing for something that you love to make that your career path and build your life around that instead of doing the quote unquote easy route. Like maybe you're really good at numbers and you're like, well, I could go be an accountant or whatever and make a shit ton of money. By the age of 40, you're going to hate yourself yeah and hate your life because you did it to make yourself comfortable and you can't mm-hmm. enjoy all the nice stuff mm-hmm. that you do have because you hate going to work every day mm-hmm. yeah it'll come and that's why the conversation at dinner last night resonated too with yeah. our new boss he mm-hmm. had a similar story of like he's here because he wants to right not because it's better necessarily or he has to be or has to be you mm-hmm. know uh, I mean, not better in a sense, like more money, money. or whatever, blah blah blah. Right, just he the quality yeah, of life. Quality, quality of the job will be better for him. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, hopefully, this will be a little inspiring yeah. to someone, and I hope this will ex- inspire you as well. <laughs> There's people who care where I'm going. I care. And good friends who welcome me home. That's us right here. So get a full tank of freedom.
Bringing the American spirit. Can that be our show intro? I actually, you guys, I actually think that was fucking perfect for this conversation. Did you listen to the words this time? All right, guys, catch you next week. <laughs> I just wish they didn't have the tag of them at the end so I could just, just be like, just cut it off. There we just go. Just cut it off. I, I'm sure a marathon is going to probably sue us. But like. All right, so we're done today. Catch us next week on Miguel and Holly Uncensored. There we go. Want more Miguel and Holly? Listen to past episodes of Miguel and Holly Uncensored at Hot1015TampaBay.com, the Hot1015 app, or on iTunes.